Welcome to Zichru Daf Simanim. I'm Rabbi Avram Goldar, and today we're Zechus Kedushin Daf Sam Gimel, the third Parakah Omer. This Daf has been sponsored as a schus for all the men, women, and children in Eretz Yisrael who've been taken hostage, that they be quickly freed, and for all those injured in the attacks, that they should have a refuah shleima. So the three types are going to focus on them when the next Mishnah states that if one says to a woman, "Become married to me," on condition that I'll speak on your behalf to the ruler. Or, on condition I work for you like a laborer for a day. The condition is effective if he performs these services. Rich Wakish says, It's only true where he also gave her something worth a pruta, but the service itself does not generate condition. This is challenged from two prices. Although Kedushin made as payment for having driven her on a donkey is invalid because it was already owed as a debt, if he said, as payment that I will drive you on a donkey, the Kedushin is valid. Another Brisa teaches that if she agrees to condition for a service such as Schoklofani, jest before me, or Rekotlofani, dance before me, condition is valid if it's worth a pruta. The great answer is that they reflect the Malchokos Tanaim if Enelaschiris Elabasop, wages only become owed at the end and are not alone, or they are incrementally owed as work is performed. Rav explains the source for Ishwakish's interpretation. Point number two, a Mishnah Nama Bay states that if a man says, Kiddash is biti, I married off my daughter, but I do not know to whom I married her. And someone claims he is the husband, Naman, he's believed. If two people make this claim, one divorces her and the other may marry her. Rav says, The one claiming to be the husband is believed to give her a get, but is not believed to marry her. He's believed to divorce because a person does not sin without benefit for himself, but he's not believed to marry her because perhaps Yitzro Tokfo, his Yitzor, is taking hold of him to make this claim. Ravasi says he is even believed to marry her, but agrees that where a woman says she became married and does not know to whom, a claimant is not believed to marry because he may be relying on her going along with this claim. Although our Mishnah teaches that a second claimant can marry her, Rob would explain that with two claimants, an imposter is afraid that the father will recognize the true husband, so he gives a get, and the other is presumed to be the true husband. And pointing with you, the Gemara asks, if a person testifies that he accepted condition for his daughter, would we stone to death based on his testimony if she commits adultery as a nara? Rav says we would not, because the Torah only granted the father credibility regarding prohibition, but not for capital punishment. Ravasi says we would stone based on his testimony, and the father is fully believed. Ravasi agrees that a woman who admits to being married would not receive the death penalty for adultery. He commented, These teachings of mine appear to be shatterous, meaning completely unlikely to those who do not understand them. If the father's testimony, which allows for someone to claim he is the husband, indicating a weaker reliability that she is married altogether, yet is sufficient for capital punishment, then a woman's testimony, which does not allow someone to claim to be the husband, indicating a stronger reliability of her marriage, it certainly should be sufficient for capital punishment. But in truth, it's not difficult. Hashem gave credibility to the father, but did not grant her credibility. The distinction regarding someone claiming to be the husband was explained before. So once again, the three points are number one. The next mission states that if one says to a woman, become married to me, on condition I will speak on your behalf to the ruler, or on condition I work for you like a laborer for a day, the condition is effective if he performs these services. Rich Wakish says, it's only true where he also gave her something worth a pruta, but the service itself does not generate condition. This is challenged from two prices. Although Kedushin made as payment for having driven her on a donkey is invalid because it was already owed as a debt, if he said, as payment that I will drive you on a donkey, the Kedushin is valid. 
Another Brisa teaches that if she agrees the condition for her service, such as Schokofanai, jest before me, or Rekotofanai, dance before me, condition is valid if it's worth a pruta. The Gemara answers that they reflect the Malchokos Tanaim if Enolis Chiris Elabasov, wages only become owed at the end and are not alone, or they are incrementally owed as work is performed. Rob explains the source for Ishwakish's interpretation. Point number two, a Mishnah Amun Bay states that if a man says, Kiddash Esbiti, I married off my daughter, but I do not know to whom I married her. And someone claims he is the husband, Naman, he's believed. If two people make this claim, one divorces her and the other may marry her. Rav says, The one claiming to be the husband is believed to give her a get, but is not believed to marry her. He's believed to divorce because a person does not sin without benefit for himself, but he's not believed to marry her because perhaps Yitzro Tokfo, his Yitzhar, is taking hold of him to make this claim. Ravasi says he is even believed to marry her, but agrees that where a woman says she became married and does not know to whom, a claimant is not believed to marry because he may be relying on her going along with this claim. Although our Mishnah teaches that a second claimant can marry her, Rob would explain that with two claimants, an imposter is afraid that the father will recognize the true husband, so he gives a get, and the other is presumed to be the true husband. And point with you, the Gemara asks, if a person testifies that he accepted condition for his daughter, would we stone to death based on his testimony if she commits adultery as a Nara? Rav says we would not, because the Torah only granted the father credibility regarding prohibition, but not for capital punishment. Ravasi says we would stone based on his testimony, and the father is fully believed. Ravasi agrees that a woman who admits to being married would not receive the death penalty for adultery. He commented, These teachings of mine appear to be shatter roofs, meaning completely unlikely to those who do not understand them. If the father's testimony, which allows for someone to claim he is the husband, indicating a weaker reliability that she is married all together, yet is sufficient for capital punishment, then a woman's testimony, which does not allow someone to claim to be the husband, indicating a stronger reliability of her marriage, it certainly should be sufficient for capital punishment. But in truth, it's not difficult. Hashem gave credibility to the father, but did not grant her credibility. The distinction regarding someone claiming to be the husband was explained before. Alright, so now we go to our Simadav Samakimo, and our standard Simadav is a Segway. A Segway is that two-wheel device that boys stand on and whiz around the neighborhood on. So Segway is the Simadav. So here goes. The young man racing on his Segway to fulfill his condition, to speak to the ruler of the land so he could marry a woman, rode past two men claiming to have married the daughter of a man who forgot whom she married, and came across a man testifying to Basin that he married off his Na'ara daughter, who didn't look very happy. Once again, slow motion. The young man racing on a Segway. Segway? That must be more enough. Samach Gimel. The young man racing on a Segway to fulfill his condition to speak to the ruler of the land so he could marry a woman, which reminds us. The next mission states that if one says to a woman, become married to me, on condition that I will speak on your behalf to the ruler or on condition I will work for you like a laborer for a day, the condition is effective if he performs these services. Rachel Akish says, It's only true where he also gave her something worth a pruta, but the service itself does not generate condition. So the young man racing on a Segway to fulfill his condition to speak to the ruler of the land so he could marry a woman rode past two men claiming to have married the daughter of a man who forgot 
whom she married, which reminds us, a mission on Amabe states that if a man says, Kidashias Biti, the Eniodelo Mikidashtia, I married off my daughter, but I do not know to whom I married her, and someone claims he is a husband, Ne'eman, he's believed. If two people make this claim, one divorces her, and the other may marry her, Rav says, Ne'eman litan get, the ain Ne'eman lichnos. The one claiming to be the husband is believed to give her a get, but is not believed to marry her. He's believed to divorce because ain admechot lo. A person does not sin without benefit for himself, but he's not believed to marry her because perhaps Yitzro Tokfo, his Yitzrohor, is taking hold of him to make this claim. So the young man racing on a segway to fulfill his condition to speak to the ruler of the land so he could marry a woman rode past two men claiming to have married the daughter of a man who forgot whom she married and came across a man testifying to a basin that he married off his Na'ara daughter who didn't look very happy, which reminds us. The Gemara asks, if a father testifies that he accepted condition for his daughter, would we stone to death based on his testimony if she commits adultery as a Na'ara? Rav says we would not because the Torah only granted the father credibility regarding Isser, but not for capital punishment. Ravasi says we would stone based on his testimony and the father is fully believed. So once again, the young man racing on a segway to fulfill his condition to speak to the ruler of the land so he could marry a woman rode past two men claiming to have married the daughter of a man who forgot whom she married and came across a man testifying to a basin that he married off his Na'ar daughter who didn't look very happy. All right, so now it's time for four back Hazara. Dafnun Tess. So the symbol of Dafnun Tess is a knight in shining armor. So here goes. The knight, knight, that must be more Dafnun Tess. The knight in the diamond-studded armor who snatched a cake that an Ani was about to acquire, which reminds us the more rights of Rav Gittel was once negotiating to purchase land, but Rabbi Abba bought it first. Rav Gittel's complaint about this was told to Rabbi Yitzhak Nafcha. When Rabbi Abba came on Yantav, Rabbi Yitzhak asked him, Ani mahapech becharara. If a poor person is engaged in trying to acquire a cake, and another person came and took it first, what's the halacha? Rabbi Abba responded, Nikra Rashi. He can be called a Rashi for seizing his fellow's opportunity. Rabbi Yitzhak then confronted him for doing the same. The Gemara relates how the situation was resolved between Rabbi Gittel and Rabbi Abba. So the knight in the diamond-studded armor who snatched a cake that an Ani was about to acquire and rode past a couple where the woman retracted the Kedushan that was to take effect in 30 days, which reminds us, if one gave Kedushan to take effect after 30 days and the woman retracted in the earned term, Rabbi Yochanan says, Choser, she may retract, dibor dibor, because words of retraction can come and negate other mere words, and her agreement to Kedushan to take effect later is merely words. Rabbi said she could not retract. So the knight in the diamond-studded armor who snatched a cake that an Ani was about to acquire and rode past a couple where the woman retracted the Kedushan that was to take effect in 30 days, intended to give the cake to a woman up in a castle who was married and not married forever because she married someone else after she became Mukadesh's to a man who said, from now and after 30 days. Which reminds us, the Gemara records about Chokes between Rab and Shmuel, which Rabbi Yosef clarified was referring to the final case of the Mishnah. One who marries Me'akshu, B'lachar Shoshim from now and after 30 days, and someone else marries her in the interim. Mekudeshes ve'en Mekudeshes, she's married and not yet married to both, and requires a get from both to remarry. Rab said Mekudeshes ve'en Mekudeshes lo'olam, she remains married and not married forever, meaning this state of uncertainty remains forever. Shmuel says that after 30 days ends, Pake Kedusha Shenev Gamri Kedusha Rishon, the second one's Kedushan is voided, and the first one's Kedushan is completed. The Malchukah stems from the question whether the meaning of Miyakshab Lakrishoshim Yom is a Tanai, is it a stipulation, or a Chazara, a retraction. Dav Samach, so the similar Dav Samach is smiley face stickers. So here goes. The person handing out diamond studded smiley face stickers, smiley face stickers, that must be more on Dav 
Samach. The person handing out diamond-studded smiley face stickers to the 100 men from Makash the same woman in different intervals, which reminds us, Abai says that although Rav wasn't sure if Ma'akshav Lachash Yom is a stipulation, effective immediately, or a retraction, effective after 30 days, he would agree that if one person says from now on after 30 days, then a second says from now on after 20 days, and a third says from now on after 10 days, that she's only possibly married to the first or third, but definitely not to the second, since the marriages take effect either at the beginning or end of the respective time periods would be Yochanan held. Otherwise, instead, a few Omeya Tovsimba, even 100 men could take hold of her with condition of this formula and she would require a get from all of them. So, the person handing out diamond-studded smiley face stickers to the 100 men who were Makash the same woman in different intervals. Also gave one to the man who's Makash a woman on condition he gives her 200 zuz when he gave Which reminds us, the next mission says that if one says be married to me on condition I give you 200 zuz, she's married and he shall give it to her. Amram disagree when it takes effect. Rav Huna says, but who ye ten? And he gives it, meaning she's married immediately provided he eventually pays. Rav Yudah says, she's married when he gives it, but not before. If some would marry before the money is given, the second condition would take effect, according to Rav Yehuda. So, the person handing out diamond-sided smiley face stickers to the 100 men were Makadosh the same woman in different intervals. Also gave one to the man who was Makadosh a woman on condition. He gives her two on his when he gave it. And to the man who was Makadosh on condition, he had base core of land because it was confirmed he owned that amount of land. Which reminds us, the next mission states that if someone says, be married to me, on condition of a base core of land, she's married provided that he has that amount of land. The one one is that even if he cannot establish that he owns such land, should we consider the possibility that he might and require a get? Daf Samachov. So the simmer Daf Samachov is a song. We use a magician doing the sawing a person in half trick. So here goes. The magician performing his saw a person in half trick. Magician performing a saw a person in half trick? That must be on Daf Samachov. Saw. The magician performing a saw a person in half trick on top of a tent of a rock in the field he redeemed when Yobel was in effect, which reminds us, it was taught in the Mishnah, that if someone is Makdish's field when Yobel is in effect, the field is redeemed for 50 silver coin for each Zeret Chomer Saorim, each area on which a Chomer of barley may be planted. Now, if there are clefts 10 Tfakim deep or rocks 10 Tfakim high, they're not measured with the field to count toward a Zeret Chomer Saorim, rather they're independently hectish and redeemed at value. If they're smaller, they're counted. So the magician performing his saw a person in half-trick on top of a 10 Tfakim rock in the field he redeemed when Yobel was an effect, who pronounced a tonight kafu incantation to his volunteer from the audience and said, if you don't make a sound, you get a big prize, but if you scream, you get a small prize. Which reminds us, in the next mission, Rimer says, Kol tanai any tanai, which is not doubled like the tanai of the children of God and the children of Reuven, is not a valid tanai and not binding. Rabbi Hanina ben Gamuyo disagrees and says the negative side of the tanai was needed to be stated. So the magician performing his saw a person in half-trick on top of a tent of rock in the field he redeemed when Yovo was in effect, who pronounced a tonight kafu incantation to his volunteer from the audience and said, if you don't make a sound, you get a big prize, but if you scream, you get a small prize, was told by his agent, if you better your act, you will be rewarded, but if not, your notice about employment is hanging on the door, which reminds us the Gemara presents numerous challenges to Rabbi Hanin ben Gamliel's position that a Tanai is valid without expressing the negative side. Akash Baruch Hu said to Kain, imtetiv se'etz, if you better yourself, you'll be rewarded. So why did he add imosetiv, lepesach chatas rovetz, but if you do not better yourself, sin rests at the door? According to Rabbi the negative side is understood. The Gemara answers that without the negative side expressed, one would think that if you do not better yourself, there'll be no reward nor punishment. So the Pasuk teaches there will also be punishment. Dav Samach Base. So the similar Dav Samach Base is a submarine. So here goes. When the diamond studded submarine, submarine, that must mean run Dav 
Samach Bays. When the diamond-studded submarine crashed after a distracted crew member unsuccessfully tried to be a Kaddish woman saying, marry me after I convert, which, which reminds us the next mission teaches several cases of a Kaddushan performed with a woman who is not currently eligible to marry the man, but he stipulated it should take effect after she becomes eligible. For example, if someone said become married to me after I convert. The Kaddushan is ineffective in all these cases even after the event takes place because Kaddushan was impossible at the time and the future eligible status is a Dabr Olam, a thing that has not yet come into the world. Andaf Samak Gimel Amin Alf, Rabbi Meir argues and says the Kaddushan is effective in all these cases. So when the diamond-sided submarine crashed after a distracted crew member unsuccessfully tried to be a Kaddish woman saying, marry me after I convert, the Jewish captain rushed to land where he found grain attached to the ground and with his powerful hand held high declared a truma, which reminds us, a Mishnah teaches that one cannot separate truma on grain still attached to the ground. Ravasi asks Rabbi Yochan if someone designates picked produce as truma on attached produce or the reverse of Kashiyatalshu to take effect when the produce is picked and it was subsequently picked is the truma effective. Rabbi Yochanan answers Koshibiyado, anything that is in one's power to change, love Kamakhusumaisadama. It's not viewed as missing an act required to change it because he can pick the produce at any time, he can declare truma to take effect after it's actually picked. So when the diamond-studded submarine crashed after a distracted crew member unsuccessfully tried to be a Kaddish woman saying, marry me after I convert, the Jewish captain rushed to land where he found grain attached to the ground and with his powerful hand held high declared a truma after he verified it had reached the stage of shakas, which reminds us. In a Bryce supporting Rabbi Yochan's opinion, Rabbi Lassim Yaakov goes further and says that one may even designate truma before the grain reaches the stage of shlish, a third of its growth, to take effect after it reaches the stage and is picked. Clearly, he holds one may affect transactions on a davish lobo olam, since it's not in his power to separate truma currently. Rabbi says that Rabbi Lassim's ruling only pertains to shakas, growth at the fodder stage, which Rush explains is the first stage that can be considered significant, but the earlier agam stage is too insignificant. All right, so now it's time to conclude with our pop quiz of 10 questions. Number one, which step you learned that Kedushmer once has become married to me after I convert is not effective since it's a Dabr Shalom Bala Olam, that's on Dav? Samach Beis. Good number two, which step you have a question if a father testifies that he married off his Na'ara daughter, can she be Chayv Skila if she commits adultery afterwards, that's on Dav? Samach Gimel. Good number three, which step did we learn about Shimon HaMsoni who darshan the Essen in the Torah, that's on Dav? Nunzain. Good number four. Which stuff do we learn how Rabbi Hanina ben Gamliel answers as to why Kush Baruch Hu had to say to Adam, Imo Seiti, but Pesach Chatas Ravates, that's on Dav? Samachal. Good number five. Which stuff is the case where someone designates produce which is attached to become Trumo when it's detached, that's on Dav? Good number six. Which stuff do we have if a woman can retract a condition that was made to take effect in 30 days, that's on Dav? Nuntas. Good number seven. Which stuff do we have Whether one marrying a woman on condition he speaks on her behalf to the ruler is effective. That's on Duff. Samach Gimel. Good number eight. Which stuff do we When condition takes effect, if it was given on condition he gives her money. That's on Duff. Samach. Good number nine. Which stuff do we have a case where a father married off his daughter but can't remember to whom? That's on Duff. Good. Number 10. Which the Rebbe Lezman Yaakov says the minimum stage for taking truma is when it reaches the stage of shachas. That's on Dav. Samach Beis. Excellent. That concludes today's year. This is Rebbe Yavram Goldharaf from Zichur. Wishing you a great day and great learning.